This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Do you know what today is? It's my podiversary. Podiversary. Yeah. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. I'm not going to go through the whole stick of the particulars because I don't really feel like it. You know, um... Because this is a special episode. But I will tell you that this episode is sponsored by ExciteBunny.com, RiceSizzleMagazine.com, as well as LSWorld.com. And we now have a new sponsor, a new advertiser, BlushAraka.com, Avian-nominated, award-winning, porn fan-approved. So log on to BlushAraka.com and check out the newest wave of adult film. We're talking about adult film with spoken erotic words over top of the action. You can't beat that with a stick. So, shout out to the photographer. You know, thank you. So, in two years, I have more sponsors than some people have been doing it for six years, even have. You know, period. Two years, man. Two years. And what's so crazy is that in them two years, I done made business friends, ran into friends, 
all that, you know. Developed a network. Got some scriptures out of the podcast. Made a little bit of money with the podcast so far. You know, but what's crazy is that within them two years, I always question, am I making a difference? Am I, is people listening? Do I have reach? And every now and then I get something or get to interview somebody that lets me know, yeah, it's working. Solidifies and makes me feel even better that I did retire from porn and decided to do podcasting. Just recently, I got the opportunity to interview Nasty Montana and the beautiful Marley Moore. I then knocked off 10 people on my bucket list who I wanted to interview. And I still got a long ways to go. And let me be the first to tell y'all this. Podcasting is tough. Actually, I dare say it's harder than, than porn. Now, I know you're saying, how's it harder than porn? All you're doing is talking. Well, there's not as much money in it. It's way harder to get people to subscribe to your podcast than it is to subscribe to your member site for porn. You feel me? And, but lucky for me, I have had subscribers. When I came in, there was no making money off of streams. These platforms didn't set you up with advertisers. No, you had to probably go out and find them physically. Since then, you you, you got, you know, and, oh, and if you wanted to have a membership side, you had to do Patreon. Since then, I have moved off of Patreon and moved my subscription base and, like I said, developed a network. And it it makes me feel good that I have people that wanted to podcast with me. I lost two podcasts, lost three podcast hosts, you know, for various reasons. But pretty much the main people that was around, you know, still here. It's like, for example, Big Big Jordan is doing a great job podcasting. Miss Big Queen, this is the third iteration of her being on a podcast. First, it was the Spit Queen, the porn star. Then it was the Sugar and Spice. Now it's the Chronicles. Y'all should check it out. I started off doing audio. And then from there, somehow I ended up developing into developing into um, doing video. And and um, trust me, doing video is way harder because it's editing. And see, it's a little bit editing. It's a little bit easier to edit a porn video than it is a a podcast video because 
it's not about her actions, it's about what she's saying. So now I got to find the the hot takes that I can use to put together to make a trailer. You know? And to me, the journey of being a podcaster has been actually gratifying. I enjoy people telling their stories to me and to my potheads, my loyal listeners. Um, we have heard stories from females that just got into business and females that have been in business for a decade and became a Hall of Famer. Um, on top of that, I didn't talk to dominatrix and swingers, other podcasters, you know, and discuss controversies and different things that didn't happen, you know, period. And the reason why, like I said before, I started this podcast was so people can see the truth about porn, about us as porn stars, that we know different than y'all. We deserve to be respected. We deserve to be respected as human beings. We're just regular people who happen to fuck on camera for a living. You know, or we use sex as a way to generate income for our families. And the more that I listen to people, especially the stars, it's a camaraderie there. It's a a commonality. And that is that they want to be the best. They want to work with the best. They want to be successful. They want to make money. And, and and make money for a lifetime. And also, more of them has now been trying to do podcasting as well. So, in 2023, I guarantee you, you're going to see a whole lot of porn stars starting podcasts. I've seen a lot of them do the, do the spaces on Twitter, IG Live. And what I notice is a willing of us as podcast talent, excuse me, as porn talent, um, porn talent to teach and tell people about our business. It was crazy because I was looking on YouTube. Well, it's not even YouTube. I was looking on Instagram and I saw that Miss B Nasty made it to 95 South, one of the top podcasts in the game. Once again, I said it again. What's so funny is that 95 South has not had one porn star on their show, but they had Miss B Nasty on their show. Why? Because she's not a porn star. 
Because 95 South, they had a porn star on their show. It might hurt them with sponsorship or what have you. But they have Miss Be Nasty. And congrats to her making it on that show. That speaks volumes because that lets you know how much of a cultural icon she have became. Also, it also shows how the game has changed now. More non-porn people are now indulging in our space as far as conventions and are being compared to us. You know, period. It's a new era. It's a new day, I guess, in porn. Now, whether it's good or bad, I don't know what to tell you on that, but like I said, again, I just find it interesting that each year we get devalued more. More of you fuckers who sit there and look at us sideways, bragging about you and influence on IG or this, that, and third, the more y'all try to come to our conventions. But the point being is, everybody want that fame. Everybody want that shine. The only thing I hate is that never get against Miss B Nasty. That y'all can grab Miss B Nasty, smoke will to have on the stage, but you won't go get Missy Stone. You won't get Rome Major. You won't get Alfonso Lays. You won't get Anna Fox. You won't get Roxy Reynolds. Nah, you get the OnlyFans girl. Hey. It is what it is. But it goes back to my point. That these podcasters look at us as jokes. Shock value. Because you want to know why they had on the show? It's not because they respect what she does. Half them niggas probably jerked off to her videos. Because it'll get views. It's shock value. Because she's a culture icon. I know y'all saying, are you are you hating on Miss B. Nasty? No, I'm not hating on Miss Nasty. I'm just pointing a fact. If you notice that all these podcasters, very few of them would go talk to a porn star, but they'll talk to the OnlyFans girls in a heartbeat. And then paint that broad stroke that they are on the same level as us. You're not. You're OnlyFans motherfucker. That's all you are. Half y'all motherfuckers ain't even going to have their OnlyFans next year. And half y'all motherfuckers ain't going to be in the business. Because as soon as OnlyFans kick you the fuck off that platform, you ain't going to have the wherewithal to go find a new one. Damn sure ain't going to have the wherewithal or the gumption or even the work ethic to even upload to a mini vids or X videos on Pornhub. All we are to some of you non-porn podcasters is a joke. But to each his own. That's why I did my show. For people like Fresh and Fit who have these Instagram girls on there and they talk to them like shit, treat them like shit, play to be a uh, this alpha male when you really a beta You know, 
That's the reason why we started podcasting. Because you regular podcasters don't treat us worth shit. The only one that really treat us, the only one that actually really treat us with respect was horrible decisions. They brought Dallas on there. Why? Because Dallas was a fucking straight up porn star. Dallas Playhouse. So that's my mission. Is to show that porn stars are not shock value for you fuckers. They actually got good information if you actually talk to them. If you actually speak to them. If you actually give them an opportunity to say what they do for their business. And how they run their business. But nah. Y'all want them on there to hear about how they sucking dick. How they fucking and all that good shit. Two years, man. When I started, I didn't even want to interview people. But slowly but surely, they ended up happening. First interview was Bonnie Blaze. She actually made the offer. She said, would you like to interview me? Like, yeah. She wouldn't do video, though. We met up. Hung out with her. Smoked with her. Drank with her. Even took a couple pictures with her. Take a couple pictures of her, actually. And uh, we did the interview. It was very informative. Another person I enjoyed interview was Alfonso Lays. He is just so hilarious, yo. And he don't pull no fucking punches. I enjoyed head taking Goo Goo Fuck Me. I enjoyed interviewing Sarah J. Sarah J, a very highly intelligent woman. She's more than beauty. She has a lot of brains, people. A lot of you ladies can learn from her. The most controversial was Throat Wars. <laughs> Y'all should go into the premium smoke room and listen to that. Listen to listen to his episode. He was a very interesting person. Now, and I'm not talking bad about him or trashing him because. He did, he does that enough for himself. But it's just funny how he is basically the contribution to shady motherfuckers in the industry. Or motherfuckers that shouldn't be in the industry. I heard about Mr. Perfect talking about he's going to retire. It's another contribution to it shouldn't be in the industry. See, understand, it takes a certain mentality and a mind state to be in porn. You can't come into porn trying to fulfill your swinging ambitions. You don't come in porn to just try to get some fucking pussy because you can't get no pussy any other way. Come in porn to make money. It's a livelihood, people. It's a way that people feed their kids. Some of y'all motherfuckers don't take it serious. Y'all don't take it. Y'all don't fucking take it serious. Y'all just look at it as an easy come up. And it's not. That's what some of you dudes are some of the thirstiest niggas on the planet. And see, what puzzles me about some of these niggas, they are thirsty. 
if the girl is willing to work with you, technically she's you already going to fuck her. You guaranteed the pussy. But no, you motherfuckers want to try to make a girlfriend out of it. Did you even ask? Did she have a husband or a boyfriend? Did you even ask was she even looking for a boyfriend to begin with or even looking for a relationship? Some of you motherfuckers, if it weren't for porn, you wouldn't get pussy at all. Which also go for some of you females as well. See, the thing of it is, is that the one thing that I want people to get from my podcast and these episodes is how to come into business the right way. How to move in this business the right way. And to do the right things by the business. By the book. I know what they're saying. There ain't no book. There ain't this. We don't. It, 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 it's trial and error. But there's something that should be common sense. It should be some things that make sense. That makes sense. You understand me? I'm just checking out the pizza. You got a couple more minutes. Oh, like I said, it's a way for you to take care of yourself. And see, also, you have all these ladies who are upset and who complain and bitch and moan when they leave the industry and say the industry damaged their life or destroyed their life. Well, you want to know why it did? Because you came in not with a business mind state. You came in thinking with your pussy, not your mind. See, porn, there is a downside to it. Yes, you might have a hard, you might get looked at sideways by people. Some dudes may not want to date you or vice versa. Women may not want to date us. But see, it goes back to there's somebody for everybody. So there's somebody out there that would love you despite the fact you do this. But back to the thirsty side of things. Like I said, the podcast is for y'all to learn how to get into the business and to learn about the business. Whether you're just a novice who wants to just learn or someone that's just interested in how it works. That's why I do this podcast. I get sick and tired of hearing podcasts where the only thing that the porn stars talk about is motherfucking fucking and sucking. There's more to us than that. There's more to us than big titties and a fat ass. There's more to us than... There's more to us than any of that, my friends. You want to know why? You want to know why? The reason why it's more to us is because there is. We do more. We are more. 
We're not only porn stars, people. We are marketing execs because we have to market our own shit. We are promoters. We have to promote our shit. We are editors. We are directors. We are producers. It's more to this business than us fucking. There's way more to it. Way more. We have to work our asses off 24-7 to try to get sales. Sometimes the sales don't go well. Sometimes the year is slow. Some months we don't even get a check. But yet people come into this business thinking this shit is easy. Thinking that this business is, is quick money, quick hit lick. Until y'all get in it and find out that it's not. And then the first thing you want to do is complain, get out of the business. It's too hard. See, Miss B. Nancy, I give her props because she has stuck with it. She could have been got the fuck out. She still do what she do. Why? Because she's making money at it. And she actually treated it as a business. Now, do I agree with her trashing porn stars sometimes? No. But at least the motherfucker take the shit serious. Can't say the same about a lot of y'all. And a lot of these, like I said, male talents is in the business. Let me make this perfectly clear. You're in this business to generate income. You also are in this business because you apparently, especially if you have succeeded in it, are pretty good at what you do. But it's more than just how you fuck on camera. It's how you move off camera. Chemical clean test. Also, not just fucking anybody off camera. Some of you dumb motherfuckers sit there and go take a TTS test and then want to fuck some broad at the goddamn bar that ain't even tested. You want to fuck her raw. And then you bring your ass on set and act like you buffooned or profound that the lady comes up dirty. Some of y'all are just fans who just happen to jump in our business. See, I'm particular about who the hell I interview. I look at what their Twitter feed look like. I look at the type work and the quality work they're doing. I look at if they have potential to move further than what they're doing. Or they're established and they're doing big things. There's girls that I've seen that look cute. Now I'm like, yeah, she ain't doing enough for me to interview. It's not worth my time. So in other words, if I hit you up for the interview, that means that you're doing something special. And I want to introduce you to a broad audience so the world can see you and know who you are. I bring girls back because I know my fans love hearing their story and see what they're up to. Because guess what I noticed that a lot of these podcasts don't do? They don't bring people back. They're interviewing one time. They interview that girl one time and you don't never see that girl come back on the show. Guess where I learned that from? Horrible decisions. Guess where I learned that from? See, the thing is, friends with benefits. At one time, people looked at me stupid because I shot girls over and over again. They was like, 
you probably shoot him one time and that's it. I said, why would I shoot him one time and that's it when this motherfucker just made me money? I want to continue to make money. If she's hot like that, I need to shoot her as much as possible. To me, this industry has fed my family, kept me afloat, gave me something to chase. Gave me confidence. I already had confidence, but no confidence that I could succeed as a businessman. Because if you're sitting here making money in your sleep with porn, that means you're doing good business. That means you're doing good shoots. That means you're going do, you're doing good promotions. Like today, I was at work feeling shitty. You know, I see. I got five sales on my mini vids. A couple days ago, I got sales on my cuts for sale. Not how good it feels when you're getting checks throughout the month and they come right on time because nine's out of ten, you're probably going to need it. That's why I do this business. See, Podcast is a label of love. Porn was a label of business. Some of you guys gonna say you want to rub on the girl ass and this, that, and the third. And then get mad when she go and tell other girls that you a thirsty piece of shit. Me girls literally had to ask me, do you even find me attractive? Because I wouldn't even touch them. Because I was so afraid that I don't want to be considered thirsty. Because I know how damaging it can be to a career. Just like being a, a whore for a woman can be damaging to a career. Now, I know you're saying, well, ain't they paid to be whores? No, they paid to be whores on camera. Not on set is a difference. Meaning, like one, one time, we were supposed to be doing a shoot. And... um me and my cameraman went to go get some batteries. We come back. Dude done fucked the old girl. He done nutted and everything. So when it come time to shoot, he couldn't even keep it hard. Barely. Because he wore himself down by fucking her. Because he wasn't professional. Because he was doing this shit just to get paid and to get some pussy. Because his military punk ass couldn't get pussy any other way. Despite the fact girls find him attractive as fuck. That's why I tell y'all celebrities don't get pussy like you think. They don't. But that's a conversation for another day. I interviewed Sean Don, Chris Cardio, legendary Ty Lit, even Unique from New York. Peter King. I can go down the list, man. You want to know why these guys are successful? Because they treat it as a business. They ain't worried about trying to get some pussy. They trying to get sales. You can't be in this business only for pussy because guess what? You ain't going to get much of that and you damn sure ain't going to make money. To the females... You got to be willing to expand your repertoire. 
Don't be so dependent on content. Do dick ratings. Do do phone sex. Do webcamming. Do custom videos. Do what is comfortable for you and what you feel you'll be best at. But just don't be dependent on content because you want to know why? That's one check. The point is having more than one check. Continuous income. See, what this day and age in porn has done has made women have to become more business-minded. Now, y'all really got to be more business-minded because your TikTokers and your IG models are now drifting into your world. Not as in doing porn, but they want your fan base. Why the fuck you think half these motherfuckers show up to the conventions, yo? You have cosplayers coming to conventions. This ain't a fucking Comic-Con. You don't even fuck on camera. You don't even play in your pussy. But you want that fan base that wants that. Because you know it's lucrative. Because you want to know why? Because the fan base that follows you don't want to spend money. But you know porn fan base going to spend money. Because that was the basis of porn was based off of. Making money. Paying. So, now I'm moving into year three. And it's a lot of goals that I hope to achieve. One is an actual paid advertiser. You know, not a favor for a favor type situation. More subscribers, you know, so I can start paying my co-hosts. Because I know it's a labor of love for them, but just me as a guy who's doing this, I would like to make money so I can spread the money around to my to the peoples that have been supporting me and my co-hosts, my crew. I also hope to go to a convention or two if I have the fucking money to do it. So if you listen to this, please subscribe so I can go to the convention so y'all can meet me fucking face to face. We have merch. Bonfire.com backslash uh, Smoke This Over. Just look up STO merch. You know. T-shirts, hoodies, what have you. I plan to come up with some new designs for 2023 for y'all to enjoy. And I have been grinding. Grinding hard to get interviews for my listeners to enjoy and for my subscribers to indulge. Let me tell you about the premium smoke room. See, the rules of premium smoke room is simple. But ladies can be topless. They can flash the camera. They can play with a dildo from waist up. It's not necessarily required, but ain't nobody going to argue if they do it. The only requirement for them to look sexy. And some of them do flash the camera, so I do play with a dildo. Plus, on top of that, you get to hear them talk about sexuality. You get to hear them get more candid, more honest, more open. They talk about BDSM. They talk about sexuality. They talk about relationships. We talk about it all. We even talk about current events, people, in the premium smoke room. He's talking about seven podcasts. 
you know, hearing the stories of Miss Big Queen and her sexcapades. Listening to the blazing goddess Kelly Sheen talking about her being at in athletics and her shoe she got going on. Billy, me and Billy Pilgrim discussing pro wrestling. It's so much for y'all to dig into. Now here's the kicker. You have to subscribe through Anchor. And you have to, and you can once you do that, you can watch the videos in the premium smoke room. Because it's video only for the most part. You can watch it on Spotify through your account. You just got to make sure that the same account, email account that you use for your Spotify, you use for subscription. It ain't nothing before $4.99 a month. See, y'all go to the Patreon and y'all pay for these motherfucking podcasts that don't even do half as much or show half as much. Paying $25 and paying this and paying that, right? And you feel unfulfilled. My podcast is four ninety nine a month, and you know what's what's beautiful about it. Let me tell you what's beautiful about it. It's four ninety nine a month, and it's cheaper than any Patreon that you would subscribe to. And that's facts. Add a Patreon. I would charge you 10, I would charge you 5, 10, and 15. Excuse me, 25. I ain't even had video yet. You get to see the girls, you get to hear the girls talk about their lives and stuff even more candidly than you do on the Smokers Lounge. And trust me, I got some heavy hitters coming on there, and girls will come on there on a regular basis. So it's worth to see. You know, there's no telling what they might do, they might say. All that. So subscribe. Now I know people always ask me where I ever come out of retirement. No. I'm done with porn. I'm done with being in front of the camera. If 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 I do any type of porn, it will be me behind the camera. I'm at peace with me leaving the business. And see, part of it because I prep myself. To have something to do once I left the business. And that's facts. Why some of these other motherfuckers, once they leave the business, they don't know what the fuck to do. Lucky for me, I have enough content that I done stacked up over the years that I can reintroduce shit on new sites and all that stuff. Like I said, I'm still getting sales. It's amazing that I haven't shot nothing new in three years. And my shit's selling better than when I was shooting on a regular basis. Smoke that over as I sip my coffee. Each year, even after the point ended, after I stopped shooting, checks kept getting better and better. And see, also the other thing that made me feel so great about podcasting is to hear people tell me, I love listening to your podcast. Man, you be talking about some real shit. Your podcast entertaining. Your shit is good. And a top porn talent and porn producer tell me, man, you got a the best podcast in the game. I never thought in a million years I would ever hear that from anybody. 
I know I could be entertaining. I know I could be funny. I'm used to public speaking to a certain extent. Yeah, I was a rapper, rapping in front of 10,000 screaming fans before. Even though I don't like people. But what's more important is that in the two years, I have grown exponentially. Exponentially. I don't know. Grown greatly. My reach has grown. Now, what's my goal for the next year? Well, like I said, paid advertiser. I would like to be number one. Not only because on the sexual and the in the actual mental health and fitness category, but number one overall on good pods. I would like to eventually even make a rankings on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I know that's a tall task because it is what it is. Because everybody's a new pod, 10 to 15 to 20 million new podcasts are made every day. That's why I stay in my lane. And two, the other reason why I stay in my lane, because I know ain't no rapper going to want to talk to me. I try to interview. I try to interview a wrestler, try to get in touch with a wrestler to interview. They ain't going to interview with me because I'm not known in that side of the of the fence when it comes to podcasting. But I'm known in the porn world. I'm known in the porn world. I'm not going to sit and say I'm the best podcast. I'm not going to sit and say I'm the number one podcast in porn. But I know I'm at least in the top three. And that's and to me, that's facts. I remember having a conversation with, you know, Paisley, Paisley Hayes. I love that girl to death. That's that's my that's my pie, mommy. I need to go check out Doobie the Dollar Show for real. And y'all need to check out her YouTube page because she be giving some fucking knowledge that not only women can use but men can use to make money in this business. See, that's the whole point. My granddaddy said, we learn to later to teach. That's our purpose in life. That's why I say, what's the point of a learning experience if if you haven't learned from the experience? Excuse me, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Why do you think I say that? Because everything you do is a learning experience. Nobody knows everything. You learn something new every day. It felt good when Saucy Sapphire reached out to me. I didn't have to reach out to her. Reached out to me and said, I want to be on your podcast. And her sexy ass, I swear to God, I enjoy talking to her. One of my favorite co-hosts, of course, you know, is Gracie. Gracie Squirts. Love her to death, man. She she be sitting there and telling me, I don't know what to talk about. But then we end up talking for two hours. I miss Mila Romanoff, man. She is just so hilarious and funny. And and I love talking to, to Mandy Maytag. She's hilarious. And see, what's crazy is that if I was still male talent, 
Half of these chicks wouldn't even talk to me or even respond back to me if I didn't with a DM. But because of me being a podcaster, I got to interview people who I revered and wanted to work with as talent. But I do know, and I'm not foolish not to know that if I was still talent, I probably wouldn't have had an opportunity to talk to him. I don't think Dallas, you know, I used to hit up Dallas Playhouse like crazy to work with her. But I got on the podcast. I chased Marley Moore for damn near 10 years to try to shoot with her gorgeous sex ass. But I got on the podcast. See, little things like that tells me that I'm in the right spot and I'm in the right lane. I said in a tweet that I want to become the voice of porn. Yeah, I do. And I think I can achieve that. What's the voice of porn? That anybody that wants to break in porn, someone say, you know, if you want to learn how to break in porn, dog, this is the smoker's lounge, man. Kavanaugh, he know, he, he'll teach you how to get in the game and make money, nigga. Yeah. I want producers to listen to my podcast and it dictates who the fuck they work with. Man, they this new girl named Saucy Sapphire. Apparently she must be the shit he interviewed. Let me go ahead and book her sex Italian ass. But what still irks me is when And I understand everybody's not, you know, talkative or what have you. It's when girls ask to be paid for an interview. I had a young man said, ask me how much he was, to, that he was going to pay, I was going to pay him for an interview. Let me make this clear. I haven't talked to a lot of podcasters. Not one podcaster ever paid somebody to come on their show. You want to know why? It's the same reason why radio stations don't pay nobody to come on their show. Vlad don't pay nobody to come on his damn show. You do it because you want the platform. Adam 22 ain't paid now, motherfucker, not now. Gangster, rapper, or podcaster to come on his show. You know why they come on his show? They come on his show for free to boost their shit. Joe Button don't pay no bad body. See, the thing is, man, it don't, damn, they don't pay no goddamn body. You want to know why? Because they understand the value of going on their podcast. They're going to introduce them to a broader audience and may blow them up. But y'all motherfuckers are so short-sighted that y'all want to treat this like you do porn. Let me make this perfectly clear. Podcasts will reach more motherfuckers than your goddamn OnlyFans do. Podcasters it talk to a way broader audience than your porn do. So whether it's Lily Craven and phone sex with Lily, whether it's Paisley Hayes Doobie Dollars, whether it's Erica Love Tit Talk, or my man, my brother, my podcast brother from another mother. The thickness, the God damn it, the, the thickness project. Hope I said that right. Or Bulls and Queens, or 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 
tribe chat. Enter these pockets or respect the fucking blackout. Shots out to them niggas. You know what you need to do? You don't need to ask when I get paid, how much I get paid. You need to say, okay, what day you want me to come on? Because I know for a fact that some of these motherfuckers that came on my show blew up because of it. Some of these motherfuckers came on my show, their sales went up. Some of these motherfuckers that came on my show, their visibility went up. Cause my fucking funny if they did an interview with my shit and that shit air, all of a sudden they get more work. They get more exposure, they get more attention. Why? It wouldn't surprise me that some of you motherfuckers even had some people that come up to you and don't say shit about your poem, but say, Yeah, I heard you on the smokers lounge, man. You is so cool. Podcast normalizes us. Podcast let the world see us for who we are. Humans who do extraordinary shit to get paid. You know, I had arguments of girls sitting here. One girl I never forget. Yeah, I say a fucking name. Sarah Arabic said, well, "Why do you want to bring me back?" That's like you asking me, "Well, why do you want to shoot with me again?" So you don't think that you're valuable enough to come or good enough or important enough to come back on my podcast? You basically doubting yourself and shortchanging your damn self. And one girl sit here and when I explained to her about the premium smoke room, she said, I don't show my tits for free. No one fucking asked you to. I just told you exactly what you can do on the, uh, in the premium smoke room. If you choose to do it. I'm not asking you to show your tits. I'm just letting you know if you choose to want to give the fans a little show, by all means, you can with the premium smoke room. You can't do that shit on the STO lounge. You want to know why? Because I put that shit on YouTube a week later. Smokers lounge. It's behind a paywall on Spotify. And I hate when people ask dumbass questions. That's just me. That's a pet peeve. Common fucking sense. Did I say that? That you need to show your tits? No. But see, some of you females swear up and down that you intelligent, but you dumb as fuck. Men too. That's why the song said, like I said in one of my songs, Hoes are not just women, they're men too. And that's facts. I, as a rap artist, would have loved for someone to interview me. You know how good it felt to get interviewed for a magazine? You know how good it was to get interviewed by a radio station? I would have did this shit for free. Why? Because I know that if I'm on that radio station, a million, 10,000, 500 people that didn't know me now know me. But y'all motherfuckers really think a lot of motherfuckers know your dumb ass because your ass sucked a dick or ate some fucking pussy or you got a little OnlyFans. No. The only reason why people know Miss B Nasty because Miss B Nasty did it the best and she got lucky. Because a lot of people followed her ass. And she knew how to promote herself. 
But I hate to tell some of you motherfuckers, there's only one Miss Be Nasty. Smoke that over. I started the podcast so I could talk about what I want to talk about. Politics. Social issues. But I thought it would be cool to talk that with other porn stars. Billy was the one that made a suggestion about talking about wrestling because me and him both had a love for the shit and a knowledge for it. Y'all don't know what y'all missing out on if you ain't heard Pilgrim on Wrestling. Or if you ain't subscribed and listen to Pro Wrestling Smoke. To hear Billy's rants is hilarious. And the fact that he's a stand-up comedian makes it even better. I may not be able to leave a legacy of money, but I am going to leave a legacy of knowledge. That's the legacy I want to leave. When I say I want to be divorced and porn, it encompasses a lot of things. Because I sit back and I think about what was the the fat the, the fat mag, how much cachet this dude had in the BBW world. You know his interviews was dog shit, but that's another conversation for another day. And he didn't make no dime from his shit. I probably made more money with my podcast. He'd have made money with the damn fat mag. And did anybody, and do he even still do it anymore? He don't. I don't think. I ain't heard it. No one even mentions his name anymore. The point I'm trying to make is that what y'all going to see in 2003 is the formation in the beginning of the porn podcast genre. Because you're going to start hearing a lot of these podcasts start to make noise. I even saw D Siren. She got a fucking podcast. I also saw she divorced now, so she about to go on a divorce tour. <laughs> like Tia Mora. Like Tia Mowry. She about to go on a divorce tour. I saw that she she posted. Oh, yeah, I'm divorced now. Like, oh, shit, she really about to fuck now. <laughs> I'd love to get on the show one day and chop it up because she was one that I looked, that I wanted to work with also. I saw Alexis Texas had a podcast. Nobody in the industry talks about it. But what I would like to see is the AVN and XBIT start recognizing some of us podcasters. Because let me tell you what's funny about it. More people listen to us than who go on your site and read your news. Actually, a lot of people probably say they get their porn news from us more so, more so than they do from AVN or XBIT. Y'all should start recognizing us. I feel that y'all should actually have an award for us. Urban X. It, it, it stilts. Why you ain't got an award for podcasters? 
Because moving forward, we're going to push porn forward. We're going to put porn in the mainstream media's eyes way faster than anything that y'all going to do. For example, Blush Erotica is now about to be introduced. It has been introduced to a listening base that is in the hundred thousands. Think about it. Rider Madison, LS World. I've sat there and noticed, apparently motherfuckers must be listening to the podcast because more people are right now joining LS World. Podcast opens doors for you. And I'm not just saying for my podcast. I'm talking about all the podcasts out there. I heard Molly Moore, she's going to start a podcast. I can't wait to hear that one. Because she is as vocal as it comes. I think Heck Tech should do a podcast. Two years, people. I've been doing this two years as of the 28th of December. The reason why I ain't dropping an episode on the 28th because I think I already got an episode dropping on the 28th. Now I'm going into year three. And now it's time for me to shut it down. In the words of a great man, which is me, you know how we end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Podiversary for you and me. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right